Welcome to the Get Better Podcast, where I've convinced a seasoned amateur sports better to teach me, and thus you, how to bet on sports. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, tell them about this podcast. All right. Parlays, teasers, correlated plays, and props. So far in this podcast, we've talked about betting over under and the spread and money line. Today, we're going to talk about things that I've never heard of. And that's mm-hmm. not true. I guess I have heard of parlays. Um, and I guess my initial, I guess the thought I have of them initially is they're kind of like sports betting version of a lottery ticket. Matt, how accurate is that? That's actually pretty accurate, Aaron. It's not that far <laughs> off. And it, it's a lot of it is people kind of play stupid parlays. They think, uh, yeah, this is the week I'm going to pick all 16 NFL games correctly. I, I better parlay this. <laughs> and uh, my $5, that'll win me two grand. And they're walking yeah. away from the counter already thinking, what am I going to spend this two grand on? Because <laughs> this is about to happen. And so the lottery ticket analogy is pretty good. It, it is something that is a huge money maker for casinos and for us, that means it's a big way to lose money, but uh, it, yeah. So it, the lottery ticket analogy is correct, but there are a couple ways you can be smart in how you want to use your parlays. So they're not all bad. What are like, what is a reasonable parlay? Um, you know, do you, you know, do you make them? Yeah, it's a good question because it, it is one of those things that if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. Like if you think you have a good chance of winning a bet that pays out five to 4,000, we're talking, uh, those are very long odds. And if you think that's a, a wise opportunity, uh, unlikely you're going to hold on to your money that long. But, but what you can do with parlays that make more sense is lower your expectations. And this is to keep with the lottery analogy, instead of mega millions, maybe it is a $1 scratch off that maybe you win a buck, maybe you win a couple bucks. It's not going to be a huge payoff when you win, but you're going to win more of them. And I'll give you an example of a smart parlay and what I would call a dumb parlay. We already said 16 teams. I'm going to get all right. A smart parlay is just two teams. What are the two teams you feel the most confident in? Maybe they're both favorites. This parlay is going to be a way to make the odds a little more favorable in the payout. So I think it is, again, dropping the, I want to win a lot of money at once mentality. Like we've harped on a lot, which I know I I sound boring, like I'm someone's dad. But, (laughs) But the parlay thing, if we think of it as, it's just another tool for us to find what's the most value bet we can find it's not all bad so my initial thought to what you just said is i would want to find a favorite i feel comfortable betting on and then maybe an underdog i feel like will cover is that yeah a solid strategy yeah aaron you're already picking up this fast because and use that as an example let's say the chiefs are favored in every game for the next 19 years why would um, you bring that up you yeah, know yeah. He yeah. just made a win for the Raiders last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But but the Chiefs, they can't lose two in a row. But the Chiefs, <laughs> they're, they're going to be a big favorite. So let's use them in this example. And then no one likes about the Jets, but I always go to them when I'm thinking of an underdog. And the Jets are a 10-point underdog to the Dolphins. A good parlay could be I got the Jets plus 10 plus Kansas City money line. And what that would mean is your payout is probably going to be above 2.0 or above plus 100. And the Chiefs, 
you're kind of just using them to boost that underdog play that you're playing. So parlays are a good way to think of how can I get better odds using something like, like the chiefs or whoever you think is the safest favorite to win that day. Okay. So what the hell is a teaser? Yeah. A teaser. When, before I knew what it was, I thought, Ooh, teaser. I think I'm going to be into that. But (laughs) they're not bad. They are very similar to parlays. And the difference in a teaser is that the spread is moving in your bet. So in a parlay, let's say you are taking the chiefs minus 10 and the jets plus plus 10 in a teaser. You can say, I want to get six points. So instead of KC minus 10, you have the chiefs minus four and the jets instead of minus 10 or plus 10, you have them plus 16. So in a teaser, you're adding to your side of the bet. You're getting more points or as the favorite, you're giving less points, but the payout then is it's usually 1.91, 1.87, kind of like a standard spread bet. You're not getting the big payout of the parlay, but you're using that, that line move on both edges of your teaser just to make it a little safer. So teasers are something that when we're talking NFL, where the lines are razor sharp, teasers can be a smart thing to consider. One of my friends dismissively described a teaser as that's just a dumb waste of money. <laughs> and how you just described a teaser versus a parlay, I, I feel like I'm much more inclined to go a teaser route versus like a four or five team parlay. That's smart because you're going to win a lot more of these teasers and what the casinos and sports books bank on are. It sounds like maybe your friends, the, the parlays, when you win, it's very fun. When that $10 wager wins a hundred dollars, super fun, but that's not going to happen often. And the teaser, especially NFL, it's a, more sustainable method of profit and you're going to lose some and people can say, Oh, you didn't even win that much. It's just a regular bet. But with the points that you're getting or giving, it it often is the smartest way to go. And my example, I use two teams, but something cool about a teaser. And this is on my bookie where we know you have an account, Aaron. Oh yeah. Something you can do with a teaser is add four games. And now instead of just getting six points, you can actually get 13 points added to the spread. So if you add a bunch of games you feel fairly confident in and make a teaser out of it, instead of KC minus 10, you have KC plus three. And you combine all these things, I would say never use more than four. And most sports books won't even let you use more than four. It's not a big payout, though. It pays out just like a regular bet. So that's where these don't get as excitement behind them. You're never going to see someone tweeting about, I hit a 10-team teaser. No, that's not really paying out enough to, to get a bunch of clicks. But, but for you, Aaron, I think teaser is a smarter way to start out. And for a lot of our listeners, I would strongly recommend trying out teasers instead of parlays, especially when you're new working up that bankroll a little teasers are going to be a lot more fun as you're watching the games. I'm familiar with prop betting, but it's because my friends are degenerates and we would like, you know, watch like a sitcom and, you know, bet on when Kramer walks in in Seinfeld or I guess, is that a legitimate 
form of betting and sports betting or is am I way off with that? No, you know, maybe it's not about when Kramer will walk in, but it is so close to that. And with props, when we're thinking of NFL, we've been using that as our example the whole time. Props are great in NFL. It's a market that most sports books, even the big ones, they put limits, which for us, this is going to sound ridiculous, but for a professional having the limit of $20,000 means this market is exploitable. A casino won't let me bet more than $20,000 on this. You can find some great value in props and you think I'll pick Aaron Rodgers. It's not just, will Aaron Rodgers throw over under this many touchdowns. You can really bet on any single statistic. How many attempts will he have? How many completions? What will his completion percentage be over under? Um, do I want to bet that he'll have over four touchdowns in this game? I'll get long nods on it. But the point is with props, it's a, a deep well. And, and outside of NFL, just to go back to Seinfeld, a lot of TV shows do offer props. And Game of Thrones was the last huge series that as soon as that last season started, you could bet on who will sit in the Iron Throne at the end. Will Jon Snow die? Yes or no? Uh, no spoilers. I'm still working through it. <laughs> But but props, it is something that I would always say, look into it seriously in NFL because there's a lot of places you can exploit something when you see Adam Schefter reports that Delvin Cook announced out. Go to props immediately. Look up Alexander or yeah, Madison. What are his numbers? Because you might be able to act before a sports book can pull a line down. So props are something that can be really fun to bet the hour leading up to the games on Sunday. And Aaron, the, the Seinfeld, I, I am yet to be this proud of you hearing that you were betting on when Seinfeld will walk into the room or when Kramer's <laughs> going to walk into the room. It's I, honestly like, I don't want to get down a rabbit hole. Cause we're talking about different kinds of bets, but I, you know, fantasy football is not going well for <laughs> me. And I feel like, Prop betting might be the solution to that problem. Yeah, this is good because I know offline we have talked a lot of fantasy football and everyone has those years. You have a team where Saquon Barkley goes down. It happens. Uh, for me, a couple of years ago, Le'Veon Bell just never shows up to Pittsburgh. It, these things <laughs> occur and your team gets derailed, but you're already looking into who is the cornerback too. You're reading Matthew Barry's matchups on – what is the best wide receiver to this week against Atlanta's secondary that can't really stop anybody. And you can look into what props can I play based on the research we're already doing for our fantasy team. And I would be shocked if really any of our listeners don't play fantasy sports of some kind, you know, what's going on. When is it a great week to play Ezekiel Elliott? And when does it look like, you know what? Elliott might not go off this game. You can use that information opening up your sports book. What we see in the props is a lot of times they are looking at the player, the player who's accruing the stats. And what you really need to be looking at is who are they facing? Elliot is not going to be that different from one Sunday to the next, but the front four, the front seven, the entire strategy of the offense, that's going to change week to week. And that's the sort of thing that we look at in fantasy. And it's what's useful in prop betting too. So then the last type of bet that I've never heard of is correlated plays. 
Yeah. So this one is we're really combining everything we've talked about so far. Spread, money line, over, under, parlays, teasers, props. When we are looking at a game and you're trying to think, how is this game going to go? And I'm going to, you know, keep poking at it. Last week, I talked Aaron out of betting on the Raiders over the Chiefs. Uh, he was getting 13 points and then the Raiders went and won out, right? So, so that, that's, you know, everyone gives bad advice sometimes. But if you were looking at that game and you thought the Raiders, they're going to stay in this game, they're going to keep it close, most likely it's going to be a shootout. So if you felt that the Raiders are going to keep this close and cover the spread, you could have done a correlated parlay and you could have played Raiders plus 13 and over 52, which would have hit. So what you're trying to do here is picture how is the game going to go and make your plays accordingly. When you have an angle you like, it's not a bad thing to play multiple angles of that game. And using the Raiders, you thought Raiders will probably be over. Well, why not open up my prop book? I bet Derek Carr is going to go way over and he's got to throw the ball to somebody. I know Edwards is out. Ruggs is coming back, but maybe it's a Waller game because his receivers are kind of banged up. So as you're looking into these games and you're thinking, why is a team going to cover? Why is it going over and under? You can start to put these pieces together and kind of tie your bets into larger payouts that way that you know it's going to go over if the Raiders are there. Let's put some more down on all of these plays together, maybe parlay it a little. Use your angles that you feel strong in to find – if this happens, it means something else had to occur as well. I feel like you owe me two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. I beat myself up on that one. Um, so just to kind of maybe close out the show, you know, with all these different types of bets, including you know the three we've talked about earlier on. Because I'm a newer better, because you know, hopefully, much of our audience is newer to sports betting if you had to rank your top three on a way for a newer, better to build their bankroll, what would those be? It's a great question, Aaron. I think that the smartest thing to start with because of the juice and on a previous episode, we talked about that is spread betting. And why I say that's the smartest. It is it a, it's a consistent level of juice or VIG or odds. It should be 1.91 or minus 110 if you're using American. So I definitely say spread while you're learning how much juice can I handle, bet to bet. After that, I would say teasers. And like we were saying earlier, Aaron, and and it sounded good to you, it's a good way to, to use your positions, get a little extra buffer. You're getting points in both directions. Not a huge payout, but for an early better, we're building our bankroll. Teasers is what I put would put second. And then third is props. And it's specifically for NFL, look into props. You already know a lot of the injury reports from following fantasy football. You know some of the defenses. What, what's the game going to look like? Use all of that in props. And I would put that as my, my third pick of the, the big three here. Try to turn that pizza money into steak hey, money. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> 